0: hot break feels good in a place like this. I'm so in love with my brother right now. <laughs> and are Late to the party with Nikki and Brie. Hey, it's Nikki Jensen. And Brie Picone. And we're Late, Late to, to the party. party. A weekly podcast from two best friends mentally at the Adobe Theater. Hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yes. I'm always thinking about Whoopi Goldberg Who as t- the Oscar. Like, I don't know. In my mind, she's like the ultimate Oscar host. Agreed. Or at least up there. The best. I think her opening monologue for what was it, like 99 Oscars, mm-hmm. is like God tier. And agree. Whoopi Goldberg is God. Not to be <laughs> blasphemous right out the gate, but something about Whoopi Goldberg in the 90s, too, just like, I don't know. She just brings me so much joy agreed i don't know if she just brought a room together yeah I'm, i feel like i don't know if today it would have the same effect and that makes me sad like i know well what else other hosts like billy crystal mm-hmm. i i feel like synonymous with oscar hosts Definitely. uh steve martin mm-hmm. all the you know early aughts <clears throat> um what's his name uh hugh jackman hugh jackman was good he was really good he's like i forgot about him and like I, I forgot that he hosted and did such a good job. I always forget about Hugh Jackman. But he's great. He... We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he is He's good. Yeah. Um. Who else? Hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Like, like, I remember I Ellen s- hosted. Yeah. It wasn't that great. It's okay. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Ellen's just... Ellen. She put an Oscar... In like a baby Bjorn. Yeah. Which was kind of funny, but. Yeah. You had to be there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Anyways. Oh my God. I feel like we haven't recorded a podcast in so long, just you and I. It does feel like a long time. <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> yeah. It has been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, and now it's Oscar season. Mm-hmm. Our football, our Super Bowl. It's this trophy that we will give out to our own categories for yes. this episode. Which, if you won an Oscar, Brie, yeah, let's just say, yeah, okay. So, Brie, you just won the Oscar, okay, for best actress in a supporting role for uh-huh. the Master of Disguise. Two, <gasps> me. Pistachio's New Groove. What? Me? As Mrs. Pistachio. <laughs> Ooh, I'm married. I locked it down. <laughs> you secured a <laughs> ring. What's her name out the way? He said, no, no, no. No. What is her name? Jennifer Esposito. Why mm-hmm. do I know that? <laughs> Push her aside. Uh-huh. You and Pistachio. Ooh, okay. And Dana Carvey's in the audience. Just woo He's cheering me on. Oh, I get to, then I'd kiss him, then I guess. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you have to, right? Yeah, you have to, like. Wait, am I married to him in real life too? Why did I just <laughs> take it to the... I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm so in character. <laughs> Not the point. The point is, you just won an Oscar uh-huh. for Master of Disguise 2 Pistachios New Groove. Yeah. Um, who else? <laughs> Mike Myers is there to hand you the trophy. Oh my <laughs> god. Him and Liz Hurley. It's a real Whoa. 90s comedy renaissance here. Okay. Anyways. Oh, and Martin Scorsese's also there to hand you the trophy. It- He's there too? This He's is a there lot. Too. Like this is <laughs> what is your Oscar speech? Oh my god. Wow. Um, I didn't think that this would happen. <laughs> um I never thought for one that I'd be cast alongside Dana Carvey. So I'd like to thank uh the directors and uh Dana Carvey for really, you know, writing for me. And <laughs> I wanna thank my family. And and um I don't know, I just this is great. I wanna kiss everybody, I wanna hug everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. To everyone y'all know who we are. Mickey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Um my parents. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the universe. <laughs> um uh Martin Scorsese. Uh thank you. That's thank you. <laughs> 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 Throw it down! <laughs> You're like, thank. <laughs> I'm gonna put this in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> do do, do, do. <clears throat> Wow, oh, that was a lot. That buildup, I. Wow, I live. I feel like I lived a whole dream just then. I feel like I was there. You at- didn't get played off.
1: No, I that, didn't. Yeah, you, I tried to make, make it, it short, short and sweet.
0: I tried. What Loved about, it. What about you, Nick? What am I winning for? Okay, Nick. You... I love how right out of the gate too. It's just bits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> set it up like she doesn't know she's gonna. Win. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're oh. you're announcing the runner-ups. Okay. And everything. All right for, uh, best. <laughs> Lead for is it the best lead actress? What do they do when you're the best Best actress actress, actress? in a leading role? In a leading role, best actress in a leading role. We have Nicole Kidman for the hours by a nose by By a nose. nose. (laughs) Um, I was gonna say Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost, but that's not really a lead. I don't know. I'm getting this. (laughs) (laughs) And we have Nikki Debrango Jensen. In uh my biggest fattest <laughs> Greek wedding Greek ever wedding. the Greekest wedding. <laughs> it's uh the follow up, the in between between the first big fat Greek wedding and the other one. It's the one and a half. My biggest, fattest, Greekest it, wedding? Yeah. One and a half. Um what's her name? <laughs> The lead actress couldn't, she couldn't fulfill her role. So, so I'm Tula? You're Tula now. I knew that. I'm sorry. Yeah. The straight to DVD. <laughs> Wait. No, no, it was so, your performance was so good. Some would say even better than the original Tula. And that is why you're here tonight. And how do you feel about that? <laughs> Did I win? <laughs> yeah. oh (laughs) sorry i don't know why they picked me to be a person and the oscar goes to to nikki (gasps) you like me you really like me i've always dreamt of this i always as a child rehearsed my oscar speech For my biggest, fattest, Greekest wedding. I just knew I wasn't Greek. I wasn't big. I wasn't fat. I've never had a wedding. But I knew one day I'd be on the stage. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, God. Thank you, God. Thank you to the gays. I love the gays. And that's it. No one else... (laughs) because you didn't believe in me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And I'd like to thank the academy. I'd like to thank John Corbett. And I'd like to thank God again. And also the gays. Thank you. Oh, and I'd like to thank my mom and my dad and the academy. And my dream is to be played off, so I'm just gonna keep this thing going. Oh, thank you! Yeah! Woo! I'm king of the world! I was like, I don't have my phone. I can't pull it. <laughs> I was hoping Bree was gonna do it. I was waiting to be played off. That's a dream. I, kept, I, I don't know. I was here for it. Ooh, you. We can add it in post. Yeah, thank we, you. That's what I was thinking just now we'll just probably have to end at that speech (laughs) two thumbs up two thumbs up oh (sighs) wow that was such a high i get it now i do too actually even winning fake oscars that we've made up it's great i don't think i've ever won a real award for anything that's you know been important not a participation (laughs) trophy for 2004 nine to ten girls for basketball (laughs) no not even well, i mean dancing ones but it's not the same you're like eh, you know that's like but you danced yeah it's an award but you're not well yeah but it's not the oscars no one gets sh- dressed up like the. Sa- it's not the same there is no slideshow of all the winners beforehand oh my you know? gosh so okay today we're talking about the oscars just in general, we've done a couple episodes now mm-hmm. where we've talked about the 1999 Oscars. Yep. The Saving Private Ryan, Shakespeare, and Love Year. Yes. We've talked about 2003. Yes. We've talked about 2002. Two. Yep. And basically, our favorite years. <laughs> the best years, which we'll probably reiterate throughout this entire episode mm-hmm. because I feel like that's where my mind goes when I think of the Academy Awards. Same. Um, but there's things that have happened since then and before then. Yeah. We have to talk about it all. Talking about it all. I think because we were going to talk about the 2000 Oscars. hmm And, you know, I think that it's something to touch on that that was a very intra or could have been a very interesting year. Mm-hmm. It's very complicated because it's like the year American Beauty wins. Mm-hmm. But it's also the year that the cider, like Michael Caine, wins for the Cider House Rules. Michael Caine. Michael Kine. Yes, it's a very like play it safe year. But there's a lot of cool things happening. happening. I agree. Um, but but we love the Oscars too much. I feel like I want to talk about the greats. I want to talk about Meryl. I want to talk about Kate. Yeah. I want to talk about Brie Paconi in Master <laughs> of Disguise Two. I want to talk about all these things because I love the Oscars. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's like, there's so much about the Oscars that I love. Like, mostly the show of it all. Just everyone getting together, appreciating cinema, you know? Obviously, there's the drama of it all. But there's also, like, the excitement, the lead up to, like, you know, like, all year. Like, you just, like, anticipating this moment. You're like, oh, what's going to win? And, like, predicting your own, like... Mm-hmm. I will say this year, I, I wish I'd seen more movies, you know, that are have been nominated and stuff mm-hmm. to really get into it. But I feel like I have some opinions on some of the nominations. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But just that feeling, like just overall, I just love like the anticipation. Like I remember as a kid, just all, it was always on, like always tuning in. Some years stuck out more than others. What was the first in your memory year that you like? glued into the oscars. I'm trying to think um because I know I definitely saw I know I definitely saw the the one where Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt like do the costume design but what what well, that would have been 2007 7 I had to have seen it before 2007, though. I don't know if I really tuned in, though, before. Like, I tuned in, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I, like, you know. I think as a kid, as much as I liked award shows and would watch them, I'd like I'd watch them with my aunt all mm-hmm. the time. Like, she was always really into that stuff. Um, So I thank her for that. Um, <laughs> But I should have thanked her for my speech. But anyway. I don't know. Maybe it was... I really don't know what year, but around that time, maybe 2000, maybe it's somewhere like 2005 or 2007, somewhere around there. Gotcha. What about you? I feel like I was like way too young to watch it, but I do remember the year that "As good as it gets one. So I think like 98. Okay. I remember that being somehow a big deal. I remember the ninety-nine because it was like the Gwyneth and like Shakespeare in Love and Elizabeth and I I remember that was like a big thing in the household mm. was that Oscar season. Um but I I was always into performing and acting and so I feel like In my house, they'd be like, Nikki, the Oscars are on. And like, my family's really into to that. Yeah. So I I think like from a very early age, so probably early to mid 2000s, I was like very tuned into placing your bets on who's going to win best picture, best actress. And as I got older and I was allowed to see more movies, it was how many best picture films can I see? Mm hmm. So it's like you almost have like a scorecard and you're like taking it off, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, I just like remembered something. Like, I feel like I watched a lot of the red carpet beforehand and I probably paid more attention to that at mm-hmm. the time. It was, well, I mean, like growing up in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. that was huge anyways. Yeah like and then like fashion police like with joan rivers Uh even before that i remember like star magazine like in the grocery line would have the best and worst dress but the oscars that time Mm -hmm. is like when the most interesting fashion i agree yeah like 90s oscar luke's are the best Mm -hmm. and some early 2000s as well like Mm -hmm. i don't know and i've seen some like some people have said like have put certain outfits on the worst dress list, and I disagree. Like what? What are you? Well, there's Tyra Banks. Like, her look, I think it was the year 2000, and it's like this purple princess dress. Like, I don't know. It's very, like, poofy and floofy, which I'm not usually into that kind of dress, but she looks like a cake, honestly. Like, she looks like a cake topper, but I love it. I yearn for the days when... See, like, I'm not a big fan of that dress, but Tyra Banks is gorgeous. But, like, I yearn for the days of when it was before, like, the big stylist and before every single actress played it safe, Mm -hmm. where you would get, like, a random, like, I don't know what actress I'm thinking of, but I know there was, like, a plethora back then. Of like a girl in a cupcake dress. Yes, it is like a cupcake dress, but I love it. I don't know. It's just like, it gives me a sweet tooth. It's, she looks like a piece of candy. And I think, it'll, I don't know, it's just so fun. And it's not like, you know, I've seen some ugly dresses and I don't think it's ugly. It's definitely like a moment to me. Like, I mean, it's a little over the top. But I just love, I love when people are over the top. Also, Whoopi Goldberg's 1993 outfit. um, And it's like a jumpsuit and it's got like, it's, it looks like a dress and then it opens up to like a jumpsuit. So it's like purple and then like lime green on the inside. And her hair is kind of done up and she has these long earrings. I don't know. It's a little, it's like kind of over the top. It's very fun. But it's, yeah, it's fun. And I'm like, how could you say that's, I don't know. I just, oh, the I mean, 90s. That, that just reminds me of when Cher wore the Bob Mackie number and One for Moonstra. Yes. And how she got up on that stage being Cher and being amazing. And was like, what did she say? She was like, um, you know, this isn't, you know, because the whole thing, like, her critics were like, she doesn't look like a serious actress because of how she dresses, and she makes like a like a tongue in cheek nod to that in her I'm Oscar acceptance speech. I'm glad, and I just love that, and that's one of the most iconic Oscar dresses. Yes, that Bob Mackie. I I like think. When we talk about Oscar fashion, Mm -hmm. fortune favors the bold with performances, but also with Oscar fashion. I agree. I think the most memorable pieces are the ones. Like, you can't just wear a black dress unless you're Angelina Jolie and you pull out your leg. True. You have to do something, though. Yeah. It's all. She kind of looks like a vampire, too, which is a mood. Love that. And I love how it became a meme. Yeah. But yeah, you can't just wear a black dress to the Oscars and stand out. Agreed. What are <laughs> a couple of your other... <laughs> uh, um, A couple other, like, fashion moments yeah. that I'm, like, Let's into? Let's have a Joan Rivers moment first. Okay, well, <laughs> Celine Dion, her dress in 97. It's, like, all sparkly. It's, it's very... It is it reminds me of Bob Mackie. I don't know who the designer is, but it's like, it's very shimmery. And then it gets, it starts like lighter at the top and mm-hmm. then gets like darker at the bottom. It has, it has like a slit like, up the front. and It's like a faux necklace on the top almost. Yeah. I don't know, but I just think it's gorgeous. I think she looks great. Um, yeah. I just love her energy too. She's kind of carrying the dress behind her and is just like feeling herself. I, I love a Celine Dion moment on the red carpet in general. Like, um, the year that she, I don't think she was nominated, but the year she wore that backlist number where it looked like her dress was backwards and she oh, was wearing a fedora. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. It's so bad. It's so good. Exactly. I mean, yes, it is kind of like a worst dress situation, but the best. Like, I, it's, she still gets points because she's Celine Dion and she can, I don't know, it's just a bold move. I, I'm with you. I think fortune favors bold. For sure. um, I mean, even like when I think of iconic dresses, I think of Hillary Swank in 2000 when she wins her Boys Don't Cry. Mm-hmm. That look, it's very timeless and very classic, but it's also olive and she has the short hair. With yeah. The neck. Something about it is very... Interesting. I love the whole look, like the whole shebang. Like when I was going through this list, like putting my own like mm-hmm. favorite looks, I was also thinking like the whole like the hair, whatever accessories. You know what I mean? Because you're right. It takes more than just a little black dress. Like she really that color really suits her. And you don't see an olive green on the red carpet a lot for some no, reason. Not really. And it's so funny because, you know, Hillary Swank is like an early 2000s Oscar Mainstay. Yeah. Cause she wins for Boys Don't Cry in 2000 and then in 2005 for Million Dollar Baby. So good. And like, I feel like Hillary Swank Million Dollar Baby, like the blue dress is like drilled into my head Mm -hmm. just because of her press coverage at the time because it was Hillary Swank and it was like 2005. Yeah. But that's a very like play it safe kind of look. Mm -hmm. i don't know something about the short hair with just the the necklace that it's almost like into her skin in a weird way i don't know if you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean the way it lays down it's like yeah i don't know i love it it's like a collar maybe yeah yeah it is like a collar, a jewel collar yeah yeah i don't know but she looks great like beautiful i love this look I was speaking of like bad fashion uh-huh. that I think is good. There, I was just looking at the 2009 like best and worst list. Amy Adams, when she wears the red like corset gown with the big statement necklace, worst dressed. And I always thought that was like a timeless dress with like a accent, but they called it a Skittles necklace. Oh. <gasps> and totally Whoa. dragged her but i i've been living with how long is that like 13 years of thinking that was one of the best dress moments oh oh i see what you mean it's like a chunky uh, um hmm. or i just thought the general public liked it it wasn't my personal favorite i just thought it was like everyone liked it yeah i mean it's it's interesting it's not it's not that bad I think it's where we were at, though, in 2009, as well, with fashion. Like, that was, like... I feel like I had something similar to that, but not... You know what I mean? Recession core? Yeah. Maybe. Everyone loved a good statement necklace. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just the statement necklace of it all. I mean, it's not... It's not that bad. Any other red carpet favorites? I really like D- Diane Keaton. Another one from 97. She has, like, this white suit, um... She's, like, head-to-toe white suit. She has this, like... She also has this, like, rhinestone collar situation, which I think is a vibe. And she's wearing gloves. And she has, like, these high... These, like, platform boots. And I don't know. I think it's just a look. I mean, it's, like, kind of typical Diane Keaton, but kind of, like, elevated for, like, a red carpet moment. And I just... I don't know. I love her style in general, but I just... I like how sharp this look is and how clean it is, but also, like... Mostly because of the choker, I think is why I picked it. Because I was like, "Ooh, that's fun!" Like '90s Diane's unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. Like so, '97. So that's like post first Wives Club. Uh huh. She's feeling herself. I don't know. I love a good choker necklace, anyways. And ditto. Yeah. That makes me think of I another favorite is Kate Blanchett in 1999. Mm. Uh, i believe it's galliano but it's the back where it's like the hummingbird yes stunning Ooh, i love a good like cut out back or like mm-hmm. but this one's so creative because it's got like flowers like it just it almost looks like a tattoo or it like does yeah like i was gonna say like maybe body stickers when that was a thing it does look like body stickers it's a whole vibe i feel like um i just saw like circulating on twitter the kirsten dunce at the drop dead gorgeous premiere like wears like the teen version of this really yeah oh that's so cute um but it, it was just like a little time capsule but 90s kate blanchett is like it's my thing i dig it i love kate blanchett like she's she always pulls out all the stops honestly yeah Oh, um, anyone else? Anyone else? So, before we segue into something else, I want to just list a couple, maybe get your thoughts too. Yeah. On like quintessential Oscar fashion moments. Okay. Are my favorites. Yes. Um, Lucy Liu, her Versace dress in 2000. Yes. I mean, Lucy Liu is gorgeous. Like, that's... Period. Period. But that red dress is just a showstopper. I always think of Michelle Williams in the Vera Wang, like, yellow canary dress in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um When she shows up with the yellow dress and the red lip. Um, and, you know, I have down Anne Cathaway in 2008 with the red Marquesa dress. Yes. But... My favorite Anne Hathaway Oscars look is actually going to be Armani Privé in 2009. It's the, like, it's a silver kind of creamy tone dress, but I, I think that's my favorite look. Also, Cate Blanchett, when she wins for the Aviator, in another yellow dress because i love yellow dresses yes i feel like yellow dresses are underrated um i like yellow and weird green shades i think is what i'm finding out like was it nicole kidman i think i I feel like i don't know if that was also 97 maybe (gasps) or do you know the one i'm talking about with the embroidery yes it's like a this is not it's it's not puce is it i know i wanted to say Um, chartreuse chartreuse. i don't know (laughs) It's like that odd shade of green. It's like a few shades off from like a Shrek green. It's like a little more yellow. yellow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I love it. And she looks so elongated, like the cut of it. Also, I was trying to pull up the Anne Hathaway one as well. Is it this one? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, that is like gorgeous. She looks kind of like a mermaid, like. And not in a cheesy way, like you know how like mermaid dresses, like people. I don't know why people get upset about mermaid dresses. I don't either. I think they're <laughs> the most flattering type of dress. Yeah, who, uh, who are you? No, like, well, I don't, I don't know, because I don't. You remember a time where people were like really hating on the mermaid dress, and we all kind of had to get behind it for some reason. Like, I feel like I even hated on them just because I, I don't know why. But now I'm like. I've always like in the, but secretly I'm always like, oh, I love mermaid dresses. But I guess I can't right now. I don't know if that's, if you know what I'm like, if you felt that way. Just <laughs> let it show. Let your freak I fly. I love fly. mermaid dresses. <laughs> but I think this is the classiest mermaid dress I've ever seen. It's it's gorge. I, I don't know. It's always one that sticks in my mind. Yeah. But I feel like all these women that we're talking about, all these actresses. You got your ands, Anne Hathaway, Mm -hmm. Cate Blanchett, Nicole Kidman. Meryl. Meryl. The the Golden Girls, you know? Yes. You know, at first there was Audrey and um, Grace Kelly, Sophia Loren. But but now, now. you know, we have this group of women that are almost synonymous with the Academy Awards, Mm -hmm. just like Audrey Hepburn was back in the day. Like, I feel like when someone says the Oscars or Oscar-nominated actress, you think of Meryl. Meryl Streep. The most nominated actress of all time. Pretty much. I love, like, the energy around Meryl Streep. Like, whenever someone's in a category with her, they're like, I'm just so honored to just be in the same category. Like, almost every single time, every year, it's like. She's an institution. Yeah. I don't know. She really is. What are your thoughts on Meryl Streep? I love her. I feel like... I don't know. Like Stanley Tucci or Sandy B. Like, I'm (laughs) just like... Blowing her kisses. Or like, I'm just like, I love you, Meryl. I don't know. Like, what do you do? I mean, she's Meryl Streep. If you're... I don't know. I can't imagine... I I would just be, I guess, I don't know. I think everyone knows Meryl's great. I think she's one of those people where it's, it's like, I think the only people that would say she's overrated are people that haven't seen a lot of performances or haven't seen a Meryl Streep performance recently. Yeah. Because as soon as you watch a film where she's in it, like, that's where, like, you know when they say, like... If you have undeniable talent, if you're undeniable, Mm -hmm. you're going to get recognized. Like, I think her talent is just so prevalent. It's just just like in anything she does, even when she's sitting down in an award show, she's she's memeable. She's Mm -hmm. captivating. She's like a shapeshifter, too. Like she gets she really gets into her roles like so well and. Is so believable. I mean, even in the hours, she was like, she blew me away. I don't think I've seen a single performance of hers where I've like been like disappointed or you know what I mean? Like she's always, she never lets us down. Even like, this is going to sound silly, but like in a series of unfortunate events, (laughs) like as a kid, I was blown away by her performance. I thought about it. I journaled about it. I was like so blown away. I was like, wow, (laughs) best actor. No, I love that. No, I get it! She really gets into the characters and she brings this emotion somehow to everything she does and it's just so... She connects. She connects. Yeah. I don't know. Also, like, you can definitely say you love her in A Series of Unfortunate Events. If, like... Was it 2000 when she's nominated for Music of the Heart directed by Wes Craven, which is just like some throwaway movie? No offense. Uh Uh-huh. But like for her to be nominated or for her, I think she was nominated for Into the Woods. So I feel like it's safe to say that, you know, you can love Marilyn. Let me snag it. Yeah. Yeah but i guess that's a point that she's just nominated that's, for everything that's and it's okay yeah it's okay it is what we and i love how she is kind of humble too like i think she knows that she's good but she doesn't like over you know do it she's not like you know she's kind of like huh you know like uh you know she kind of rolls her eyes but she goes with it she's like i don't know she's an actor's actor though i, I think she's just a fucking good God. yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is for you meryl. yes <laughs> and mama mia i love her in mama mia what can i say actually yeah. yeah who else oh you know another person that's becoming the new meryl streep mm. is Kate Blanchett. oh oh my gosh is she i don't know i feel it i feel that You know, she's so beloved by the Academy. Yes. Uh, I feel like in this Oscar season with Tar, Uh she's just been snagging every award left and right. She's the front runner for Best Actress. Uh She's kind of one of those people when you put up into an Oscar conversation, she's inevitable. And also someone where you watch her performances and you're like, fuck, yeah. Like seeing her in Elizabeth for the first time yeah from then on i've been a stan yeah I've, i'm trying to remember the first Kate blanchett movie i saw that i was like but i i can't remember what it what it was all i know was i feel like you're right she's at this point where she's becoming meryl streep because her career keeps going and going maybe wait a minute no that was tilda swin never mind <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say the lion the witch and the worm uh. but that's not that's not. Her. Um, but Kate Blanchett is great. Like she always blows me away. Like I'm always rooting for her, and she deserves all the nominations. And great. I mean, dude, I don't like period pieces, and I love Elizabeth. Yeah. What can yeah. I say? She, no, she's a great. She's definitely deserves to be in that category. I feel. I also think one of the things that bond us is our love for Kate C- Blanchett. <laughs> it's both of our girl crushes. <laughs> yes, I forgot what moment. It was like years ago we both had this epiphany and we we're like Kate Blanchett's my girl crush. I don't know what it was, but she was doing things like maybe her career was just like riding a high. I feel like I was just so- discovering her as like a serious actress. Like I think in 2014 when she won for Blue Jasmine and I think like the press around that was like the Kate Blanchett train, mm-hmm. and it was like let's relive collectively all these Kate Blanchett moments. Was for me when I was like, oh yeah, I'm in love with Kate Blanchett. Yeah, full stop. Just like yeah, same. I've I've been in love since. I'm not. It's I don't know. Kate Blanchett, Meryl, my girls. Also Nicole Kidman. Nicole, yes, agreed. She. Yeah, I feel like she's up there with Meryl at this point. But how many ha- nominations does she have? Is she in the same... I don't... Has she had as many? I feel like every a lot of things she's done has been like... I feel like... Nominated. She hasn't been nominated as much, but but I could be wrong. Let's see. Because I think... I know that um, Meryl Streep has like 21, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like crazy, it, Kate Blanchett has like what, like eight or something, something like that. It says Nicole Kidman's five, which is crazy. So the hours, obviously, Moulin Rouge, Rabbit Hole, mm-hmm. Lion, being the Ricardos, mm-hmm. and that's it. I I feel like she's done more than that. I feel like she's an Oscar like mainstay though. I feel like every year since like the mid 90s she's been at the award show. She's gotten a lot of golden globes though. Mm-hmm. 17 nominations at least and 6 wins. And that's So, maybe globally she's more appreciated. Is it golden c- globally? Golden globally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's golden globally appreciated. Is it cuz she's Australian? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I feel like with Nicole, I I think that she had sort of a slow burn mm. um career-wise. And then it was really exciting when Moulin Rouge came out yeah. and her performance. And um, and then she didn't win that year. Mm. And then the following year, the hours or maybe like it was like a. She won for the hours, right? Following season, yes. She won for the hours by a nose. By a nose. Wait, I mean, she's only won. So she's only won the one. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy to me. In my mind, she's won like <laughs> at least five. But that's so crazy. Yeah. Sometimes the academy is crazy to me. I'm like, how do they make these decisions, you know? Well, I feel like it's like a narrative situation. Yeah. What to do you be mean? honest. I think that, like, with Nicole Kidman, it, it was like for Moulin Rouge, they were like, this actress is bubbling up. You know, and uh, campaigning factors in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the same year where Renee Zellweger gets her first nomination for Bridget Jones. Okay, yeah. And then for Chicago, that's the Weinstein train. Yep. And and I remember for that year with Renee, it was like the campaigning and the Weinstein of it all. They were like, we got to get her the Oscar. She doesn't win that year. But then the following year in 03, she wins. Not 03, 04. She wins for Cold Mountain. So she gets her Oscar. Mm-hmm. All thanks to Weinstein. I think. Is it like that ingenue? thing i think it is the ingenue situation i think and also that time that you know a harvey weinstein's campaigning was so intense and i know that played a part in the hours winning but then there was also the stephen daldry of it all which got yada. got but yeah now, i but i still stand by nicole kidman in the hours yeah She deserves that. I forget that... I really forget that that's her in that movie. Like, she... Like, I I know it's... I guess part of it is the nose because she is... She is very pretty. And the nose just takes her down to, like, a normal, like, level of... You know what I mean? That's like, you kind of look at her as, like, a normal woman and not, like, this movie star. You know what I mean? Because you can't help it when you look at her. I feel, like, starstruck when I look at her. I'm just like... Because she just, like, has... The whole package. You know what I mean? And she glows when she's on the screen. So it's like interesting, this character. But I feel like she brought so much to the character and made it so convincing that I just, which I think that's what acting's all about. Like, I feel like she definitely deserved it. Agreed. I'm just like, surprised. I feel like that way, though, in everything, even if she doesn't have a fake nose, I'm just like, I, I want her to win. Like, it's hard to if she's in a category with like another great actress, because it's like, you know, sometimes you just want them all to win or I feel like, like, I have my girls for sure. Yeah. Like, oof. but I feel like Nicole Kidman is so special. Yeah. But, but yeah, the hours, I'm an hours stan. Yeah. That's like a funny, like, revelation I had when we watched that movie for the first time for our episode last year. hmm Was how much, like, Meryl Streep's even good in that. Ed Harris is amazing. Yes. Julian Moore. Julian Moore, that year she was double nominated. That and Far From Heaven. Whew, she's an excellent. Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen The Hours, Ben? I haven't, no. It's a, it's a great movie. Yeah? Yeah. It's really good. Well, next time we're looking for something. Let's get depressed. <laughs> yeah. It'll... Oh, is it sad? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, but like. It's one of those, I I miss, it's like an Oscar film in the truest sense, but it's not super long. Mm-hmm. It's not super heady. It's just like a right balance. Yeah. You stay in the stories for a while and then you think about it and then you're like, Ah, oh, all right. Yeah. That, you're like, that was a good movie. It'll stick with you a bit and then, you know. I feel like, speaking of the hours sticking with us, Mm -hmm. are there any best picture nominations or wins that you can think of off the top of your head that, like, are that moment for you or, like, you watched that movie and you were like, damn right, yes, that should have won or yes, that won. I feel like my mind just can't help but go to Roberto Benigni because his oscar speech is probably like the best like most excitable speech ever and the movie like uh, you know um life is b- beautiful life is beautiful <laughs> i was gonna say it's a beautiful life <laughs> he was also it's great as uh, george bailey <laughs> <laughs> He was like standing on a t- like chairs going, Clarence! <laughs> Clarence! Oh my god, can you imagine Roberto Benini instead? Oh I would my have god. loved that I love Jimmy Stewart, but Roberto Benini in It's a Wonderful Life. I would pay to see that. Same. I, I just love his energy. Um I feel like it was a well deserved win, you know. He's an Italian, so I'm a little biased, but <laughs> That's a classic Oscars moment. Yeah, it's, like, so joyous. I feel like I think, when I think of the Oscars, I think about, like, that just being so excited. You know, like, Meryl out of her chair just going, woo! Or getting verklempt and people making speeches and they're just like, uh, you know? And, like, like Gwyneth Paltrow, for Gwyneth example. Paltrow's speech is great. Yeah. And, I mean, she did do a good job in um Shakespeare in Love. I, love I know Shakespeare was- in Love one of those but what movies have you seen like best picture movies um that just like stuck with you just in general like or like that one just in general Hmm. like for example a couple years ago there was the la la land moonlight that race yes and i saw Pretty much every single Best Picture nominee that year. And I remember the last movie that I saw was Moonlight. Yeah. Out of that group. And I remember after that movie, I think you were with me. I looked over to everyone and I said, that's going to win Best Picture. Mm -hmm. That is the best movie I've seen this year. Full stop. I agree. Yeah, I feel like before, because we watched a lot of movies together that particular year and i remember watching la la land and really loving it being really into it and thinking oh this could be best picture but then after i saw moonlight i was like i was with you on that and i mean yeah i can't help but think of the controversy which is like kind of like mistakes happen but and that- they deserve to win moonlight deserved to win so i was glad i was like yes yeah at first i was like la la land really like I because it's yeah. good but after i mean you just can't really compare them it's just a totally different movie i know? think that's a shakespeare in love versus saving private ryan situation like if la la land would have won yeah it would have been one of those yeah and which which one do you prefer saving private ryan or shakespeare in love i mean honestly i could much more easily watch shakespeare in love again but like Saving Private Ryan, I feel like, had more of an impact on me and definitely made me think of things differently, like, have a different perspective, like, really get in someone's shoes and really... I cried, like, multiple times. And as much as I don't really like war movies and, like, that kind of stuff, it, like, made me... I actually got into it and I didn't want to miss what was happening next on the screen. So, I feel like it's definitely a better movie. I feel like it kind of deserved to win for a lot of reasons, but I... I feel like I've seen it once and I don't necessarily need to see it again because it's one of those, you know, like when you just see it, like just kind of like um, life is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's one like I feel like you should definitely see it. Maybe you'll, you'll feel something. I Maybe you could watch it again. Like I've seen it a couple times now, but I'm like, it's not one that I'm like, oh, let's put this on and let me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, it's not Master disguised Disguise. <laughs> just circle it back. No, it's not. But it's like I think there is something about movies being like feel good. Mm -hmm. maybe that maybe that's why so do you look for feel good or do you look for like saving private ryan changed my life yeah me personally i do look for the life like if i was an academy member Mm -hmm. i would probably pick the one that i thought was more meaningful over one that's more fluffy for i don't know lack of better words but yeah i don't know what about you what do you how do you feel about those kind of like upsets? Are you like what team are you on? Or does it depend on what the movie is specifically? It totally depends. Or it depends on that year. That year. Like as much as I love the hours, I love that Chicago one. Chicago, yeah. It's it's interesting. It's like I think some years have a theme. Mm-hmm. And I think I think, like, if it wasn't 2016, I think I could see, like, a La La Land winning that year. Yeah. But it didn't feel right. I, you know, or, like, um, I'm one of, like, a, the only people that really thought Birdman should have won. I was thinking about this movie the other day, and I wanted to talk to someone about it, but they had no idea what I was talking about. So, but I was thinking about Birdman. Mm-hmm. Because Michael Keaton, I think he's coming back in another Batman movie, right? Like, as old Batman? I don't know. It's something that... like that. The Flash. Oh, maybe it's The Flash. The movie. Ezra Miller, The Flash, which shouldn't be coming out. Yeah, probably not. Anyways, that's so weird. I don't know, but I love um, Michael Keaton and in that role. But then in Birdman, he's so good. Like, that movie is so good. And it's kind of meta. I don't know. I really love it. And I feel like it's underappreciated. I mean, I know a lot of people hate that movie. Why? I th- I don't really know. I think it's a movie that's very, like, cynical. And I love that. That's my favorite part about it. Like, I love cynical movies, especially because they're honest. It's like a very of-the-time movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I think for 2014 or 2015, when it won, I think it was perfect. I don't know. I love the way it's edited and the way it's all choppy. and Yes. I, I don't know. I enjoyed Birdman, but it's another one that I'm thinking, like, that was cool for that year. Uh-huh. But I think in another year, another narrative, Boyhood would be that movie. Like, if we were feeling, like, nostalgic... Slash introspective, mm-hmm. and like it was more of a year with that theme around it than I think, you know, that, that could have been was boyhood's year. Saving Private Ryan, what year was that? Then? 99. 99. Like, oh, okay. So that's the Life is Beautiful Shakespeare yeah. and Love year. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we just need some lightness to balance out the darkness. I don't know. Also, I think with the 99 Oscars, I think that that was the year where Elizabeth comes out as well. There's all these picks that are very period. Yeah. Like, to de force. Because the year before was light, like, as good as it gets. Uh-huh. So that's a lighter movie. So I think this year they were like, well, are we going to, we have to be more prestigious in a weird way. Like, that kind of was the narrative. hmm And Spielberg is known for popcorn flicks. I mean, he invented the blockbuster. hmm Isn't he kind of... Isn't he, like, another person who's been, like, nominated a lot? Not a lot of wins. Not a lot of wins. Like one... Is it one win? Two? Two. I think two wins. For what? For Saving Private Ryan, he won Best Director. Well-deserved. I also think that's why. I think they were like, let's give Stevie... The best director and Shakespeare in Love, the movie. Yeah. Um. What else did he win? E.T. That was a good movie. Jurassic Park. No, I mean mm. we might have nominated Schindler's List. Yeah. Oh shit. That okay. came out the same year as um, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Wait, that's that's him for both of them. That's so wild. Yeah. Sorry, I just like woke up out of a stupor to yell <laughs> Schindler's List. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the most excited anybody <laughs> oh. it was just like Steven Spielberg has made so many movies he has like there he's been busy <laughs> he's busy there's so many years where he's like made two movies a year he's like the Stephen King of movies mm-hmm. pretty much yeah yeah I don't know. I just think it's interesting. It's so interesting, like, the nominations. Like, what is it more important to be nominated or... Well, that's what they say. Right? That's what they say. Do you feel that way or do you think, like, I don't know. Have you seen Samuel L. Jackson talking about being nominated versus winning? Yeah. He's like, I don't mean shit. He's so funny. I think that's true in a way. I think, but I think with the Oscars, and this is why I love the Oscars so much, it is all about the narrative. Yeah. So everyone loves an ingenue. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to have their Audrey Hepburn moment or their, you know, just like one moment that defines their career and changes their life. And this, the, that whole idea of winning. Yeah. Or putting them on the map. Like with Anne Hathaway, when she got nominated for Rachel getting married, the, Oscars in Hollywood did not want her to become that girl, Mm. that, like, serious film ingenue. They were like, stay in your Princess Diaries, Ella Enchanted Lane. They pushed her aside when she was in Brokeback Mountain. They were like, Michelle Williams is our girl. She's going to be the young, Mm -hmm. golden girl, if you will. Yeah. Anne Hathaway, nah. But then Rachel getting married... That changed her career trajectory. And ultimately, she won for Les Mis. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's good at creating narratives. What was your question again? I had a point. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I've taken like three CBD gummies today. (laughs) It's the nomination all that matters. Oh, yeah. It's the nomination all that matters. Sometimes it it is. Like, I think with Anne Hathaway, yes. Because that changed her career trajectory. Yeah. Um... I even sometimes think a win doesn't mean anything. Like if you look at Sandra Bullock, Mm -hmm. when she went for the blind side, besides gravity, no one really thought of her outside the Sandra Bullock box. Yes. So even wins don't mean anything. But sometimes a nomination could change your life. Most times now. And I told like I didn't realize she won for that movie. Like I kind of I I think I knew it, but I didn't actually see it. So like when I watched the, I was just like kind of a little surreal, because like I feel like with Sandy B, she's been in a lot of these like rom com situations, Clean. like comedy, and I don't think that category gets appreciated at all, really. Like it's I don't know, like there's no rom com category, right? And why mm-hmm. why not? And I think there should be adam sandler should win for that in that category you know what i mean for his directing i don't know i'm just saying like rom-coms make you feel something too i know it's really silly and it seems crazy because then you got schindler's list and those kind of movies yeah and it's like it's heavy but you know what i mean like if we're got to appreciate cinema don't we have to i don't know like if they've added more categories for animation and this and that in the recent years haven't they added more category like break broken down some categories you know what i mean like they have Where's the rom-com category? Yeah, I feel like people that aren't in dramas in general get get nothing. Yeah, it has to be a drama. Or I've heard people say like horror movies, mm-hmm. which I didn't, I never really considered, but like it got me thinking. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess like a good horror movie, not like a cheesy one, but like a good. Well, like Tony Collette did not get nominated for Hereditary. I feel like sometimes they really get it right. The academy really gets it. And then other times I'm like, ah, they really missed it. You know? What times are you thinking of where you're just like, that they missed it? Yeah, they missed. Um. Hmm. Well. I bet the Dark Knight didn't win shit. Heath Ledger won. Uh, oh, yeah. a, a <laughs> posthumous <laughs> he's ledger One. one oh man now you're asking me to pull up for the stuff. dark knight is the reason why there are 10 films now in best picture wow yeah wow I, i'm trying to think right now i know i felt it in the moment watching the oscars been like ah, you know but i'm trying to think now of a specific one because now i'm like I feel like the last year that I was really, I knew it wasn't going to win anything but best song, but I was writing for A Star Is Born so hard, and Olivia Coleman, when she won, Uh it was great for the favorite. I mean, I was like, okay, cool. But I just had this hope that Lady Gaga would win best actress. Actually, yes, I was going to say, but yeah. It's like you knew she wasn't going to win, but I had that hope. I still have that hope. I mean, I had that hope when the Gucci movie came out, and you know, I don't know. Maybe Gaga will get a best actress win eventually. Joker 2? Maybe. Uh, maybe? You never know. Did Joaquin Phoenix win anything? Oh, uh, I thought he did. He, or, like, it was nominated. He right? was nominated for sure. I don't know if he won anything. What do you think a nomination would do for Lady Gaga? She was nominated for Best Actress. Yeah. She's already Lady Gaga though, so she doesn't really need anything, I feel like she's But, but- that's a narrative. That's a narrative thing that if she won for a Star Is Born. Uh-huh. That's a career changing moment and a narrative because, you know, a Star Is Born, you know, Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand, it would be this like lineage and that story i have a question so does it all it take is one win you think like it doesn't like it's great to be nominated but it's like a win and then you, you don't even need to win again no you you like, don't. you're you good so like we shouldn't be upset about steven spielberg or meryl streep not having more wins they've been nominated so many times mm-hmm. and that's great because they've already won it's that one moment to be on that stage al, al pacino i think has one win mm-hmm. um but he wins every movie in my heart in my heart he does too yeah. Shoot, he wins for Jack and Jill. Singing that Dunkin' Donuts rap in my heart. What? <laughs> yeah, have you seen <laughs> Jack and Jill? No. Well, you'd, I think you'd actually like that movie, to be honest. I think you had me at Dunkin' Donuts song. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm trying to think, though, of like, I, I swear I've seen like, I mean, I feel like Birdman. I'm trying to think what I've seen in recent years that I feel like would be like. A win. Um, I don't know why my mind's going blank. I feel like I haven't experienced the movies or tuned into the Oscars in a long time. You know? Have you seen Arrival? Mm-mm. Same. I <sighs> Arrival, so freaking good. That's an upset. Amy Adams not getting even nominated for Arrival. It's a travesty. Mm. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on... What is it, your family? Yeah. (laughs) Is there, do you have any Oscar movies that you were really rooting for that didn't win? Or The Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. Just Gaga. Just Gaga. That's the only one that really. Yeah. I think there's years where it's like the most notable upset is Crash winning Best Picture over Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. which i have not seen Brokeback mountain i i've i wanted to see it i wanted to see it at the time never got around to it i don't remember if i was old enough i can't quit <laughs> <with> you <laughs> i remember it being like made fun of a lot for some reason like you were made fun of all no of- no oh, the movie sorry. like people like maybe I on snl i thought people were calling you broke back <laughs> 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 that would be hilarious my reputation I spent a lot of time in the mountains, <laughs> just being gay in the mountains. I don't know. Instead don't... of like, that's gay, people were just like, broke back. Uh, no, that's hilarious, though. Um, it was like a, a joke. Yeah, I feel like people didn't take that movie seriously, and I never got a chance to watch it, and then it just, time passed, and every time it's brought up in my mind, I'm like, oh, I should probably see that movie. Like, I've heard it's really good, and- Gay cowboys, you know, like. It's very good. Yeah. But I've never seen Crash. I've only seen Bits and Pieces, but that's the one what time. Crash? Okay. I feel like Jack Nicholson. I'm like, <laughs> Crash? Yeah. <laughs> that's basically, it's one of those like, eh, whatever. It's, it's not noted as a really great movie anyways. Let's just say it's like a Oscar Beatty dramatic version of like a Valentine's Day movie or like new year's eve where it's a bunch of those like actors and a story Uh that ties together about race relations in la okay but it's also like it was like a may release it's one of those movies that doesn't like dig its toes in the sand Mm -hmm. it's just like an on the surface like matt Dillon's in it from like you Um. know the comedies yeah like it's not Sandra Bullock's in it and Don Cheadle which is great but it's like not wait really is that the real cast or okay I didn't know no no (laughs) for real (laughs) that's why people I think were so shocked Uh, yeah I got you yeah okay huh I had somebody like tell me I had to watch it like it was required viewing which one crash crash oh did you see it no if you tell me i to watch something like that, I'm like, I'm not watching it. I'm not it. watching it. <laughs> yeah, You're like us. Yeah. yeah. You're our people. <laughs> it's a mood. <laughs> yeah. You have to be like, I hated it. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go home and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Actually, if someone tells me you're not going to like this, I'm much more likely to watch and make my own opinion of it. Mm-hmm. Then someone tried, I don't know why it's that like it's... rebel just kind of love this. I'm like, no, really? don't tell me what I love. Yeah. You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> uh... Well, oh my gosh, what we have gone an hour. We haven't talked about really two of the most important things. Yes. Angelina Jolie winning for girl interrupted. Yes, and saying she's in love with her brother. Uh-huh. It is one of my favorite moments. Yeah, because hot take. Uh huh. That was Angelina Jolie's prime. Yes, like I want to be Angelina Jolie on the cusp of meeting billy bob thornton yes and like hooking up in limos before like the gone in 60 seconds premiere tattoos. getting tattoos adopting maddox i want to be in that sweet spot before that right about to happen and being an academy award winner uh-huh. slash going on the red carpet looking like morticia Adams, yes fully up. making out with her brother <laughs> it's a vibe What? Uh, uh, they both look like a couple of vampires like i don't know and i i love that it's a little strange i mean i i don't know i i gotta say like i didn't know this whole in love like angelina being in love with her brother phase it's iconic yes very weird though like but i get it i know they're going through something at the time maybe but it's just, and I know pictures. You know, sometimes like they make a moment. I guess they make. What do they say? It's like take a picture, it'll last longer. But it's that one picture of them where she's like going back, bent backwards, and he's like behind her. That makes me uncomfortable. Like I'm like, what is going on? Like you don't kiss your brother like that. I view it as performance art. Like why not shock people? This is a everyone is like fluffed up and it's so like regal, like hoity-toity like you have to you put on airs uh-huh. it's such an institution and she's just like all right well i'm gonna make this really weird what is up with people just kissing people randomly and spontaneously? Is it just the- you feel the moment. Is it when you win and you just feel something? Mm-hmm. Like you just get so excited, you just got to kiss somebody? Or when someone else wins, you got to kiss them? Like- Like Adrian Brody? <laughs> yes. Kissing uh, Holly Berry? Exactly. Which, I don't know, I have like mixed feelings on it, because on one hand- like I love Adrian Brody, mm-hmm. and I would love to kiss it's Adrian Brody, Brody in his giant nose. You I know? would love our both of our beaks to just <laughs> be hitting each other. But I know she was like, "What the hell is going on?" I love that she like went with it, but like I'm also like, "Oh man, like yikes!" Like she probably wasn't, you know, yeah, maybe took away from her moment too. But I'm like, is this just the Oscars? Like this is why I love the Oscars in a way that it's just like. Like what you're saying, just like the craziness of it, like just you know Angelina Jolie kissing her brother. I don't know, like where else do people just like don't act right, and it's it's good, it's it's human, yeah, it's human. Like Roberto Benigni jumping on the chairs, not like what you're supposed to do, not proper. I like unhinged. A little bit of unhinged makes for the best moments. What about the slap? That's unhinged. That's the wrong kind of unhinged. Is that like too far? Where do we draw the line? Kissing is okay. Slap is... Because, okay, when Adrian Brody wins for The Pianist, Uh the youngest still at 29 to win Best Actor, Uh and he is just like, Holly Berry, like, this is my life. (laughs) Like, you know... I'm, I'm king of the world. Uh-huh. I want to grab somebody and kiss them. Uh-huh. Not a, like, right, but, like, it's okay. Do you think it would have been anyone, like, if it wasn't Holly Berry up there? Someone was going to get kissed no matter what. I think so, or I think Adrian Brody was literally, like, shooting a shot. Like, this is my moment yeah (laughs) to kiss holly berry like she can't do anything about it which i guess is kind of creepy but it's not like when jim carrey i don't know some award show like kisses cameron diaz and it's so weird i think it's cameron diaz wait was cameron diaz in the mask she is yeah but there's like it's can't maybe cameron Diaz. it's jim carrey and someone and he like grabs them and kisses them and it's totally like assaulty this does not the adrian brody holly berry is uncomfortable but he does seem like he's in the heat of the moment Uh uh-huh yeah no i I know what you're saying i think that's a different it's like a fine line yes and the intention i mean it was still wasn't okay but i don't know i don't know i haven't seen this jim carrey situation that's really wild i'll show it to you i feel like this is gonna be really cringe Ew. Oh, she's kind of, like, pushing him away. She's like, what the hell? And then he, like, looks so, uh, like, proud of himself or something, like, ew, you're right. Yeah, not, not reading the room. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, also, if someone's, like, pushing you away, but you know what that kind of makes me think of? is like, in reverse, <laughs> like... Nicole Kidman. Speaking of Nicole Kidman and Denzel Washington, yes, because she shoots her shot with him, and it go- this is like so crazy. No other show does this. I don't Just know. Feel it. I mean, that's when it does go right, and I don't think they kiss. But when um, Denzel wins for Training Day, uh-huh. and Julia Roberts is so elated for him, yes, that's a genuine like. Yeah. But they're friends. Yeah, that was kind of cute. So. Yeah, she's like excited. Yeah. Yeah. But like, speaking of the slap, I think what the difference is, where it goes into like a Jim Carrey, even more so intense territory, like you said about like the, the room is at a 10. Uh Uh-huh. You're at 13. Yeah, you need to bring it back down. I think the only problem with the Will Smith slap is that he takes a beat before he says anything when he's like. Chris Rock tells a joke. You can see the video of Will Smith take a beat and then go angry, like "Keep my wife's name out your mouth." Yeah, he takes a beat, and that beat means that you, as you're an adult, get beat. Well, no, you as an adult person <laughs> make a choice. Make a choice. So if it was he, and then you could maybe forgive it a little if it was like a little quicker. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, but you're right. He like thought about it. Like, if he, if Chris Rock said that alopecia joke, and then Will Smith, just because he was so angry, just got up and went, woo and slapped him. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Also, if he did move that quickly, Chris Rock would probably have been able to react a little sooner because they had already moved on almost. Because he's like, okay, I guess that joke was fine. And then he's yeah. like, no, it wasn't. Well, and then it ruins everyone's moment. And the Oscars yeah. are about everyone having their moment that's, having a good time yes well i mean they still do like the sound editing and you know best you know score and ex- yeah everything they do all the technical categories and those people never get recognition like that that's yeah. why it's so fucked up when they were doing them um, during the commercial breaks wait, wait they used to do it during commercial i vaguely like remember years. this during commercial breaks is when they do the technical in Oscars. years? Mm-hmm. Wait, but not before that. Mm-mm. Because they wanted to shorten the show or make people what? watch it. Why do they keep wanting to shorten the show? Like, I get it. People's attention spans are really short, like mine included, but, like, the Oscars have always been around four hours, which sounds like a long time, but you do have to factor in commercial breaks, which is probably, like, a whole hour almost now. You know what I mean? Like, commercials yeah, take fun. a long time, and they're not as fun as they used to be if you can watch the super bowl you can watch the oscars yes it is like the super bowl of the movies like you said it's yeah i mean
1: as long as have everything
0: as long as there's money to fund it and movies to watch yes why not i agree and i think you know a lot of those categories like the technical categories are really important because then you wouldn't have the final product you know i don't know that makes me mad i agree Yeah, even if I don't know who these people are, I'm still, you know, they still deserve a spot. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just to be recognized on that stage just means a lot. And I I think, like, what was the year where they did the, um, like, the family album? Was it 2003? Were they, like, for, like, the 75th or something? Mm -hmm. They, like, you know, made a whole big big deal about everyone winning and i I think that's the thing that the oscars is getting wrong yeah it's like we want if you're gonna watch this show you're you want to watch the show you care about cinema you care about the movies yes i even liked like that year when they had like multiple um presenters for like best supporting actress and they each actress who was nominated like the previous Mm -hmm. year was like also you know they they talked to each individual like well you know like they presented each nominee individually
1: yes you know what i mean
0: like you know it could have been meryl streep presenting i don't know talking about someone else i can't think i don't know it was like Oh, I know what you're talking about, You know about what though. I mean? It wasn't her. It was, like... It was, like, the year after Marianne Coltyard won for La Vie Rose, she announced someone and... Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, everyone announced. Like, I don't know. Was Helen Mirren announced or... or she, she was in the audience. In the audience. She was getting nominated. Yeah. I, but, yeah. You know, I don't know. Just, it was that kind of... It was kind of an interesting way to do things. I, I feel like maybe they should just switch it up, make things interesting. Or, like, for costume design, how, like, one year they had... The costumes like mm-hmm. on each like it was like live instead of just like a clip of like the movie it's like they had yeah. brought the costumes out on the platforms and that was kind of fun that was I don't know so fun just saying like you can like there's no excuses also why ever have a uh, Oscars with no host that's so funny that's do they have a host this year I think it's Jimmy Kimmel again Jimmy no Himmel? is it maybe I thought it was but Do you have any dream Oscar hosts? Yes, I think, and I thought this at the time, because there was that one year where there was no host, Mm -hmm. and it was, um, it was Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig, and they presented costumes and something else like maybe set design or production production design, design. I believe. Okay. They were so funny and they were the best part of that whole show. Like as far as like the, pre- you know, just like the mm-hmm. entertainment aspect of it. Like they were so funny. <laughs> Watching the clip again, I was hollering because it was so, they almost felt out of place. Because like you have comedians that mm-hmm. will present or, you know, like host, like. Your Billy Crystal or your Steve Martins. Yeah, your standards kind of. But they are like on a different level of funny like so much funnier than like an amy schumer situation like that you know i mean no offense to regina hall she's funny in movies but i don't think of her as a person like on a stage hosting a show no offense i mean amy schumer is way worse but yeah yeah it's just like the arena she didn't have the same energy i feel like wanda sykes was really funny mm-hmm. though she I- should have been by herself She would have been fine because she's Wanda Sykes. I don't know. But like, I feel like the energy between like Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig, like they feed off each other so well and their timing was so good and they were so funny and they didn't take themselves seriously at all, which is like, you know, I think sometimes the Oscars can feel a little stuffy. Mm -hmm. So for someone to really break that feeling down and just everyone can let loose a bit because you see Martin Scorsese in the audience laughing and it's, it's just like. It's such a good feeling. And there's some people that are like, what the heck is going on? And it's just great. And so, like, I can't imagine. Maybe it would be too much to have them host the entire show. No, I agree. But I would say I would definitely choose them. I completely stand behind this. I also love how when they flash to Martin Scorsese, he's doing, like, the typical, like, award show laugh. And then something, like, really gets him. And like he cannot contain himself, like he does that laugh, like where it's a spit take, but there's no water in his mouth. He's just like ah, <laughs> yeah, <that's so laughs> like cute. It's really cute. His teeth almost fly out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like what you want. And I it was don't know. fun. It was fun. You need someone if you're gonna host. You need someone that has a lot of energy. I don't know. And it's funny. Like you can't. I don't know. I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel doesn't really do it for me, but I don't. Mm-mm. Nah. I think this is an unhinged thought, and I never thought I'd say this, but I'm really surprised Jimmy Fallon is never hosted. You're right. I mean, he's a little like he's too much. He's a little much, but maybe that's what they need. You know, like old school Jimmy Fallon would Probably have been too done. much. That would have been a joke. That'd be like Jim Carrey hosting or something. Like it. It's. I'm just surprised it hasn't happened. Yeah, honestly, yeah, same. I know Neil Patrick Harris hosted; he wasn't bad. Um, Hugh Jackman's it was a fun host. He was surprisingly funny to me. I I always think of him as a really serious actor, but like the Music Man, like his opening for well, what what two thousand nine because it was the recession. He made a lot of jokes about the recession. But... He did, yeah. You know, I'm so surprised too. Like talking about people's careers. Like, I could see, like, a 2014 John Mulaney, like, his career going down, like, a Steve Martin route. Yeah, I could see that. That never happened, but I feel like he could be someone that would just get the masses. Yeah. But Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph would actually be good. Yeah, they'd still be good. Like, bring them back, I say. And I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. Go find me. Go, yeah. <laughs> I can't really think of anyone else, like... We don't have enough like personalities or like that I can think of that can bring people together oh, not anymore. I feel like there are. There I feel are. like there's got to be. I just can't think of anyone. Else. I feel like Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph are perfect. Yeah, they should host. Yeah, from here on out forever. <laughs> no, when you win win your award for Mrs. Pistachio, I think Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph need to be there. Um. So, do you want to talk about, what are you thinking about this year? I'm or? thinking about this year. Okay, yeah. So, this year, the Academy Awards, for Best Picture, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I think this year reminds me of the great years of like, 2 03. You have your Avatar Way of Waters. Yeah. You have your Top Gun Mavericks, mm-hmm. which is My Star is Born, which I know won't win really anything besides technicals, but I would love it. Like if Avatar? Tom Cruise, no, Crew oh, Top, Top Gun. Gun. Like if Tom Cruise one best actor or Top Gun one best picture. Not gonna happen, but I would love it. But you have those movies, and then you have Tar. Mm-hmm. You have your triangle of sadness. Then you also have your everything everywhere all at once. I was about to say. There's that one. Which is the very like front runner mm-hmm. and most interesting of all the movies. So I'm surprised the whale doesn't have like more nominations. I haven't seen the whale, but just the hype around it and the Brandon Fraser of it all just hearing that it's like one of his best performances. I thought it would have more nominations or like screenplay, I don't know, I thought it'd be a little more. Well, it's also a Darren Aronofsky, so he's he he's not someone that gets nominated a lot, but he's someone in my mind that gets nominated a lot. Yeah. Like I think like Requiem Re- Requiem for a Dream did not get nominated. I think but I think it was because of the years, like *The Fighter* and *Black Swan*. Oh, yeah, being like Oscar darlings that set my mind up for that. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, but I'm here for *Frasier* songs. Yeah, same. I think that's yeah. I'm just I'm here for that. I want to. I hopefully he keeps doing things, you know, now that he's like back. *Dazzle* too. *Dazzle* too. *Monkey Bone* too george of the jungle 2 <gasps> oh, george of the jungle <laughs> i love that movie as a kid yeah maybe you could have like a son now or something and he has to teach him the ways i don't know I don't... the way of water he kind of looks like the monkey boy in the way of water it's a tie-in it's, it's tie-in. avatar 3 Ooh, a collab avatar 3 george of the jungle wow yeah. Sounds complicated. It's very complicated. <laughs> it's a mashup. It's like that idea that they had for uh the 21 Jump Street and Men in Black to just do a a combined movie. Oh, wait, really? Is that a real idea? That was, yeah. Like uh, they shared the same universe or something. Yeah, that was actually a movie idea at one point. That's wild. I kind of like it, but I feel like it's That sounds like fan fiction. That's unhinged. That's, yeah, that's still too far. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, but, oh, that's an interesting thing, too, speaking of narratives, but circling back to this year. Yeah. Cate Blanchett is the front winner, like, runner to win for Best Actress for Tar. Mm Mm-hmm. But Michelle Yeoh, for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Mm -hmm. would be a better narrative. Yeah. And possibly a better performance I haven't seen Tar, but yeah. I I haven't seen Tar either. Or everywhere. But I don't know. I have a feeling Michelle Yew is going to win. Mm. Cuz Kate Blanchett, I mean, she already has some wins anyway. Like I feel like it might be the narrative a bit, but she might be more Deserving in this situation, I don't know. But like I said, I haven't seen either. It's just a feeling. Just because I think Michelle Yeoh's great. I hear you. I don't know. I but Kate Blanchett's yeah. great. But we all we've already re- kind of recognized her. You know what I mean? Agreed. And she's and she's always recognized, right? Agreed. I mean, she's the new Meryl. Yeah, she's the new Meryl. So I'd love if Brandon Fraser won for the whale. I would love that too, honestly. Is he? Is he nominated? Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. It's just but, not best picture. No, but he's nominated for best actor, but I think he's going to lose to to Austin, Austin. Butler for Elvis. You mean Elvis? Elvis he's Butler. Still Elvis Butler. He's still Elvis, isn't he? He is. Have you seen the Hot Ones with him? He's on Hot Ones. Oh my god. And I think I'm in love with Austin Butler. As Elvis? <laughs> no. Why are you looking at me like that, Ben? I'm right you, here. Ben, you watched it with me, and you fell in love with me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We both we both fell in love, and then we both ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because he inspired us. <laughs> Whoa! That's true. Are y'all gonna start talking like Elvis around me? Aren't you? <laughs> thank you, Aww. thank you very much. <laughs> the Austin Butler effect. It's like like that weird like you know like um. In the Batman, like, how the Joker has, like, that, that poison or whatever it is that turns people into, like, mini-Jokers. Yes. It's gonna be like that, but everyone's gonna be Elvis, all thanks to Austin Butler. oh, uh-huh. Part of an evil plan. Anyway. I'm all shook <laughs> <laughs> Would that be so bad? Nah. I... I don't know. I love this narrative, too. I... As much as I want Brendan Fraser to win... Yeah, austin butler winning is i don't know he charms me he really i feel like he deserves it and he's so like he really took on this character i don't know he really charms me and i guess it would be like are there male ingenues as well like is that a thing like monge yeah no but but i know what you mean yeah he is like a male ingenue Right, like he's young, he's coming up. Like I don't think he's had a lot of films, really. He did Nickelodeon and Disney movies and TV shows. Yeah, but he you can. Lost in yeah, he was on Zoe One Hundred One and like Hannah Montana. But he's so much more than that. Once Upon yes. a Time in Hollywood. Yes, he was good in that too. Yes, that's right. I don't know. I feel like he's like he could really be a serious actor and get. Maybe he'll get some recognition. Maybe he'll be what we want Timothy Chalamet to be. Unfortunately for, for Timothy, I hope so. I mean, he's gonna be in Dune too with, with Timothy. <laughs> is he really? He is. I I don't know. I'm here for Austin Butler. Yeah, but, but there also. This year. Everything everywhere all at once. I want it to win as much awards as possible. I really need to see this movie. It's not. I don't want it to win because it's my personal favorite of the year. But I think that it is. It's thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, directed by Daniels, mm-hmm. which they did Swiss Army Man. Turned oh, out yeah. The turn down for what oh, music my God. video? Wait, turned down for what? Yeah, the music video they directed that. But they're young and they have very interesting ideas. And I think we need. I I think so. I think it's like we never really talked about it, but the two thousand Oscars. Yes, there's this year. I think with the nominations, they do it right, doing crowd pleasers that are also thoughtful, Mm -hmm. and then you know the typical Oscar fair. Yeah. But I think with Everything Everywhere All at Once, it reminds me of, like, a 1999 movie in the vein of an American beauty and The Matrix in a way that it's trying to say something about culture right now in a new way. Ooh. Okay. And, like, I know the theme is about, you know, Michelle Yeoh's character living all these different lives. Yeah. Yeah. In a multiverse. So maybe that's why I'm thinking The Matrix. Yeah. But it's also just directed by new people Mm -hmm. with new ideas. Trying to be innovative and being like a voice of a generation, which I think is is cool. I know that's not their intent, which makes it even cooler. Ooh, okay. I don't know. I I just think the narrative's very cool. That is cool. Sorry if I'm psycho babbling. No, no. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for it. Honestly... The other movies, I'm kind of like, they don't even say, like, I don't know, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I haven't seen Triangle of Sadness, I hear it's good, though. Triangle of Sadness. I was going to say, is the menu nominated? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a feeling now. Although, Voldemort. Ray Fiennes? Yeah, he kicked ass in that. I'm trying to think what else. Um, Out of all the movies that you saw this past year? Yeah. What is your best picture? My best picture... You have to hold this trophy, though. Oh. Sorry. My best picture would be... Hold on. Uh... Oh, shoot. Sorry. That's the thumbnail. <laughs> no, I just, like, what is the best picture? Like, where oh there it is all right hold on let me just, let me do another take okay <laughs> sorry so you're good my yeah, best good. picture i'm torn because i really like i thought top gun maverick was really something got me in the feels Maybe that one, but I haven't seen a lot of other movies this year that are nominated, to be honest. um, I didn't even see Avatar, which I don't know if that's... Is that even... That's all I'm here, right? For, like, the... It's nominated for Best Picture. Is it really? Yes. Which, you've seen that. Which, yeah, because I'm the biggest James Cameron head. <laughs> I know. I don't know, though. I can't... I, I hate to say Top Gun Maverick for some reason, because I'm like, Tom. that's Tom Cruise. and He's my favorite unhinged person. I love Tom Cruise. Yeah. Because I liked Elvis, but I don't know if it was like best picture. I feel like it was the best performance by Austin Butler. I feel like that whole movie is just Austin Butler being Elvis and great costumes. And I think it should win for costume design. And maybe Austin Butler should win or Brennan Fraser. I'm, I'm cool with either one of them i feel like they both would deserve it but i don't know best picture <sighs> i guess i'd have to say top gun maverick what about you out of the nominees or just my personal favorite movie of last your year? personal favorite hmm. i feel like i've seen a lot of movies <laughs> oh, that are not from this past year i want to take it back and i yes. want to say megan megan yeah i want to make a bold statement Megan, I feel like it said a lot, and it was more than just a horror movie. Wait, did that come out in 2023 or 2022? 2023, but in this fictitious scenario, it had a limited release in 2022. Wink. Oh, okay. uh, it did not. I don't think. But we're gonna <laughs> was bend totally the long. rules. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I like Megan. Yeah. Um, Megan bends the rules. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just like Megan, I'm going to bend the rules. Okay. Last year. What is it when Kate Blanchett is Kate Blanchett who's just like this to one of the awards? Oh my God. She's, really? <laughs> she's like really nervous. I think it's her sag. And she's like <laughs> 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 Um <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. Um, <laughs> hmm. It's harder than you think. Well, no, I feel like last year I saw a lot of movies, but not new releases. Mm. Um, you know, I feel like Top Gun Maverick made me believe again, and Avatar also made me believe again. Mm hmm. I personally haven't felt as good at the movies as I felt watching Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Yeah. And it's not the best movie of the year, but it's my best movie of the year. Woo! Uh, I I kind of knew you were going to say that. But I was like, when I looked at our notes, I was like, huh. I mean, I sh- I, do- I think it should not win Best Picture at the Oscars. But I think my personal Oscars, I'd have to give it up. Why not at the Oscars? Because, like, what it's up against, or... (laughs) Yeah, I think for Best Picture... Let me look at it. There's a lot nominated for Best Picture. The Northman should win. No. No. Oh, it is nominated. That's my winner. Oh, you know what? I heard oh what, all what? quiet on the western front what if it's sweet like what if it just surprise really? gets best picture what is that i've never heard of this movie have you heard of the book no wow. you have all, to read it i've heard all along the western front like in that mgmt song when they sing that part no, about that electric field <laughs> no, no about it's up <laughs> The, like world war I. Oh, oh, that's the one yeah oh i've been hearing about this world war one movie wow i'm so oblivious i'm sorry you're good um you know everything everywhere all at once yeah i'll go with that one everything, everything everywhere, everywhere all, all at once, at once. Well, yeah. what you said that all at once <laughs> 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 that's what we'll win the oscar for saying yeah. thing that women talking women talking that's what that movie's about right <laughs> about women talking at the same time saying everything everywhere all at once elvis. elvis yeah this is a triangle of sadness <laughs> i was thinking the same thing I'm like, is- i am a little sad i feel like i need to watch a lot more movies like get to the movies you know I f- yes i f- feel like I didn't see a lot of these films because there's no way I'm going to go out of my way to watch Tar at home. I feel like I have to, like, sucker myself down to a movie theater seat to see some of these. Yeah. Or else it's not special. Yeah, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But there's still time. Yeah. Um. There's still Just time. like a couple weeks. Okay. Huh? When this is comes out, though, it'll probably have already happened. Oh yeah. Or it will be happening. It will be. Who knows? Our predictions could change. It Pro- could probably not, but maybe. I predict everything, everywhere, all at once is going to win a lot more. I feel like Let it'll win a lot. <laughs> everything. Win everything, everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Do- anyways. <laughs> <laughs> any th- Any final thoughts? I feel like we went everywhere everything everywhere all at once yeah i don't know like i i think next year i feel like this is like a wake-up call for me to get into the oscars more like in the now yeah i love looking back at them though but i want to get excited like for this upcoming year i hope there's like some things to get excited about maybe predict you know Maybe record again next year with our predictions. I don't I don't know. Like I'd totally be down. I hope there's some some type of fun moment at the Oscars. Maybe maybe someone kisses someone, you know, hopefully consensually. <laughs> but in that excited moment, you know, a heat of passion, maybe it's their brother. I don't know. Angelina Jolie's already done it, so it's probably not gonna be the same, but we can only hope. Um Trying to think, what else? Ooh, if Michelle Yeoh wins Best Actress and kisses Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's the excitement we need. Or kisses Kate Blanchett. <laughs> I think someone should get kissed. Yeah. <laughs> Period. That's what I'm saying. Um. Oh man, I had another thought too. It's a good one. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you had a real good time thinking about <laughs> yeah now i'm like thinking about them kissing <laughs> no what are we talking about um final thought. final thoughts oh rihanna's performing right what <laughs> i think that was super cool <laughs> no no i swear is she gonna perform that like wakanda forever song yes is it nominated um they're really potentially, but i just i'm just excited for rihanna to perform is that so wrong oh, no i love that yeah she is let's see for the song uh, they really say you cannot say the movie industry and like hollywood is failing when like the music industry is lift me up it's nominated yeah it's nominated like- America has a problem, to quote Beyonce, about <laughs> music. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. There's no bops on the radio anymore. Oh, like, it's not, like, she's not, like, up there, like, Oh, nah. Uh-huh. what's my mm-hmm. name? The Oscars. Oh, no. You know. Yeah, we want to see some, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, uh... Please don't stop the music. Yeah. A Rude Boy, my personal favorite Riri yes. song. Oh my god. She was so great at the, um... The Super Bowl. The, the Super Bowl. I was gonna say at that sports thing. <laughs> Can you tell I watched... The sports Oscars. <laughs> the sports Oscars. Everything's the Oscars if you want them to be. It's true. Even life. Yeah. Well... I'd like to thank the Academy. The same. Um... Thank you so much for listening. Yes, um, rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll, we'll see, see you next week. week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> like, thank You Academy from the bottom of my heart.